Hi there, and thanks for joining us for another Vet Talk. Um, for the show this time, Rachel Grabar comes back, um, and this time she's going to um, tell us about her insight and her perspective on kind of vet school in general. We, we break it down a little bit into year by year, and she shares some of her experiences. You hear a little older experiences from me, um, uh, but I think it's a, a fun discussion, and I hope you'll enjoy it. Hi, welcome to the podcast. I am excited to uh, invite back nearly Dr. <laughs> Rachel Grabar. So Rachel Grabar is a, a final year veterinary student at UF, and um, I've asked her back to come and give some folks who are maybe earlier in their vet school training um, just kind of a rundown, a year-by-year -year rundown um, of kind of your perceptions of vet school. So Rachel, thanks for coming back. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Um, so uh, yeah, since it's still relatively fresh in your mind, because if I try to think back to vet school, I, I probably wouldn't do a very <laughs> good job with this. But um, maybe you could go through, at least at Florida, kind yeah. of what your experience was year by year. What were the best things about year one and maybe the, uh, maybe not the best things yeah. about year one and year two and things that you learned along the way and, and um, how you adjusted and adapted and coped. And um, so, yeah, let's... Yeah, absolutely. So I, I remember first year very well, just because I feel like it was like such an adjustment period. Like mm -hmm. you're getting accepted to vet school, you're so happy, you're so <laughs> excited. You come here not knowing anyone, especially mm -hmm. being out of state. I, this is like the first time living in Florida, like by myself. Like luckily, I have some family in Jacksonville, but otherwise, I came here and I'm like, I don't know anyone. I don't like know who I'm gonna live with. So everything was very new, yeah. very exciting, but also nervous. Like yeah. I remember coming here the first day, not knowing anyone, and having to like make friends again. Like. Yeah. Those adjustments were something that I think were a little bit challenging. And then the curriculum, like having all those classes at once, like very hard classes. I mean, they're very like pathophys, like very challenging. But you also had some fun ones like anatomy, which is very hands on. Yeah. So you quickly discover like what type of like learner you are as well. Like I think I did the best on like the hands on laboratories. That's so funny because you were like, and then you have the fun ones. And for me, it was flip flop. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was like physiology. Yes, this is the stuff I like in anatomy. I was like, this is a lot of memorization. Oh, yeah. And I'm not a memorization. That's not my my strength but yeah. like physiology for me was more like oh let's let's tinker and figure yeah. out how things work and reason through this and and so it's really funny that you were like and then you had fun ones and I was like oh I that, that was so different for me no um, so that's probably a good thing to, oh, to yeah. point out to people is that not everybody is gonna yeah. enjoy everything the same way yeah and then just the whole like so we started using like the iPads for everything and like in yeah. undergrad I didn't really use like an iPad to take notes that much I didn't have like the notability app where like everyone takes notes mm -hmm. so I think that was an adjustment as well yeah um, but luckily we have like the clinical skills labs which is kind yeah. of new too I think our year was one of the first or second years mm -hmm. that did that and that was once to twice a week and you would go there and do like your hands-on like clinicals like skills I guess so you would do like catheter placement blood draws like yeah. restraints are you learning a lot of skills that are going to help you when you get into the clinics and I think starting that early on was really helpful and made it less intimidating a little less a little yeah. kind of a mental break sometimes yeah. too oh, um, important stuff but not necessarily as mentally demanding or yeah. as much information heavy yeah so and yeah. it's definitely overwhelming too. So when you have the club fair, which is like the first like week or so of that school and you have all these clubs, and you're like, I want to join every club. Yeah. And you're quickly realize that that's not possible and you have to kind of pick one or two and then just see what your interests are in. But that's how you made good friends too. Like a, that's, that's fun. Where, I didn't know UF did that. Oh yeah. Oh, it's cool. like, I think they line the hallways and they all have booths and they're like, almost like recruiting you, like come and yeah. join our club. And you're like, I want to join all of them. But 
That's, that's just not so realistic. Funny. That's cool though. I wonder if we had that when I was. They probably did, and I just like avoided that. I was like, yeah. no, I, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Thanks. I'm I'm kind of terrible that way. Um, that's cool. So okay, but yeah. So you're trying to balance like okay, I've got everything's new, and I'm trying to make friends, and that's exciting. But also, I have a crap ton of classes, oh, yeah. and this is way more than I'm I'm used to having to do yeah. like from undergrad in any one time. So the volume of material. Yeah. So um, how were how did you find the transition um, like studying? Did you did you have a good method for studying or did you have to kind of develop that? Oh, I had to develop it. I think yeah. even like up until year too. two that I was trying to figure like <laughs> what method works for me, like is typing yeah. notes and outlines or like handwriting things I would, or like flashcards. Like I didn't yeah. know like what worked. And I think it's, it, that's okay. I think different classes require different methods of studying. Sure. Like anatomy, I did more like flashcards, like mm-hmm. picture learning where other classes, like I'll just do an outline. So I think every class had... You just it was you had a, like a trial period. Yeah. Like I tried something, it didn't work. All right, for the, n- the next step, yeah. I tried something else, and it's hard too because the classes are only a couple weeks, like one to yeah. two weeks. So I think yeah. that fast pace, like you're learning all this information in like two weeks, and then have one test. Where in undergrad, you're used to having like the two whole to semester, th- yeah, the whole semester yeah, or two or three exams. Out. So it was like crunch time, and I think learning how to time manage myself was most important. Yeah. That first so year. did you find? like a study technique that overall, like maybe you had to tweak it now and again, but that sort of worked in general or did you really have to adjust all the time? Yeah. I mean, I feel like myself, I'm not much of a group learner and I don't, I feel like that works really well for a lot of people. But for me, like I like to study with like one or two people, but I Uh wasn't, I feel like in a big group, sometimes if you ever get lost, you feel like you're like really lost or like you left behind. Um, So I feel like I, I mostly did like paper like handwritten notes for a while and I think and that helped me just like to get to as I'm running it down I learn it better I think and I drawing pictures and I did a lot of YouTube videos and I think that was like what I did the first semester and it seemed to help Um, I definitely adjusted towards the spring and I started doing right I gotta type things down and like keep up more in the class that way you had less work when you got home like if you sure read ahead pay attention really well in class take notes yeah then essentially you're going home and just like looking it over a little bit yeah. and preparing for the next day. Just refreshing. Yeah, so just keeping on top of it so it doesn't back up, essentially. Yeah, it took me a while to figure things out. Um, I thought that I was a solo learner yeah. um, and that I would do best studying by myself. And That's so surprising. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that did not work for me. Um, I... I I'm you I'm actually an intro so I'm an introvert yeah. um, and so I like my me time and like spending all day in class yeah. with classmates I'm like I need to go home and do my own thing and then um, I remember very distinctly after the first anatomy exam being like okay yeah. time <laughs> to change the study techniques because yeah. this didn't work and um, so one of the people in my anatomy group um, that you know we'd, we'd started to become friends and um, you know she sound she I could just see by the look on her face that she's she'd done better than I had and so I was <laughs> like okay um, what were you doing yeah. what was working and um, Let's be friends. So she, yeah, yeah, <laughs> help me. Yeah. And so we ended up, she, she was a flashcard maker. Um, and we ended up developing this group of four of us. Um, and, and it's funny because, you know, some of us were friends outside. We, we were friends, yeah. but we weren't necessarily like all hanging out together. You know, some people were like, oh, this is my friend group, but this is my like, study oh, group. Yeah. And so we had, there was a group of four of us and, and we were study buddies for like the whole time. And it worked out really nicely because we all kind of had different things that we brought to the group. And and so that's what I actually found worked really nicely for working in a group yeah. is that, um, so, my, you know, my one friend, she would write flashcards every day at the end of, you know, the day she'd go home and like write um, questions um, on flashcards from that day's material. And then we actually had, and then we had another person in the group who would do the same thing. So we would have two people writing, yeah. you know, so they would come up with different questions and things like that. And then we would get together and read those aloud to each other. That was great for me because I'm an audio learner. Yeah. So hearing it over and over was good for me. 
Um, and um, But I was like, well, I have to contribute something here. <laughs> and I didn't know that this was going to become my future, but I would write us mock exams. Oh. So what I would do then is before, before the exam would come up, I would try to write a, a, like a full exam yeah. and I would try to make them really hard. Yeah. Um, because Hopefully I'm like, it's easier when you see it. Yeah. Exactly. If, if I make them really hard and we can do well, um, you know, but that might be helpful. And it would just be, uh, again, a different way of, of presenting the material. And so I would try to think, like, what are they going to ask about? And, and so that was a good, you know, you know, exercise for me to practice that, to go through and think about what are they going to ask me about? What's the most important information? And how can I ask it in a way that is, you know, you know, useful, but also challenging? Um, I, it turns out I wasn't very good at writing them <laughs> yeah. at the beginning. And there were a lot of times we, so I'd, I'd print them out and we'd pass them around and, and everybody yeah. would take them and then we'd go through and, and grade them. And yeah. I'd be like, well, this is what, and they're like, well, that's wrong because of, you know, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. I don't know if I ever want to do this. Yeah. Fast forward a little bit, but, um, I, I, it was good practice for, oh, yeah. you know, writing terrible questions yeah. and then being, getting immediate feedback on how they were terrible. But even when my questions were bad, we were talking about it. Like, okay, this is why, wait, why did you think it? Well, I was thinking it was this. Well, well, that's wrong because of this. And, yeah. and so it was stimulating more discussion. Yeah. Um, so, so that dynamic worked actually pretty nicely um, in our study group. And, and so we, we did contribute different things, but all felt like we were contributing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, a lot of first year is just figuring out oh, your yeah. way, right? Yeah. Um, Trial and error. That's <laughs> yeah. And, and if something doesn't work, it's yeah. okay. Try something else. Yeah. Exactly. Um, don't, don't give up on that. Yeah. Um, um, but also making friends and then, you know, sometimes having a, yeah, a social life and just like mm -hmm. meeting people and like exploring like the area. And I think that's all important, too, because you're going to be with these people for the next four years. Like, I yeah. think it's important to develop friendships and to meet people. So I think that was a big part of my first year as yeah, well. Yeah, having some people to yeah. lean on, um, even if they're not your study buddies, just oh, somebody yeah. to go to. I like to how you have different groups of people, like someone yeah. you study with, people like you yeah. want to hang out with outside of class. Absolutely. Like it's, it's good to be involved with different people in different yeah, groups, Yeah, I had too. my racquetball buddies. <laughs> I had, yeah, like, we had... <laughs> I did. There was yeah. one one of the guys in class. It was funny. Like he, he was really fast, really quick, but I was a little bit more skilled at racquetball. And so we were we ended up we probably split the the win loss percentage. It was probably yeah. pretty evenly split. Um and that that worked pretty well as a good little release. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so funny when I think back, like somebody's like, Yeah, that was my racquetball partner yeah. and then that was my study buddy yeah. and that was somebody I would run with sometimes and then we'd we'd sometimes get wings at the place that we'd run to. Oh, and fun. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's just so funny. Um where all these people ended up too. But um, yeah, so you do make some some yeah. pretty fun connections um, in those first few years. Yeah. Okay, so first year is all about adjustment yeah. and figuring things out, um, and then you get some time off in the summer yeah. to kind of recuperate. Yeah, and, um, I did and a hopefully lot of that. you spend that wisely. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. There's a couple of different options. I had friends that did like research for the summer, stayed mm -hmm. here, loved that, and they said, I mean, if they have an interest in that, they. Had sure. a really good time staying here. I had some friends that worked and made money. I had some friends yeah. that did externships. And there was me who just like went home and hung out for the summer. And I think that's meant, pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie. Gonna and just lie. like hung out with family, friends. And I was super recharged for the second year, which I, I think. I wish I'd done that. Yeah. I had back surgery for the first year. Oh. Yeah. 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 Which I, it was yeah. absolutely necessary, but not particularly fun. Oh, yeah. But, no, especially but, in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's okay. That's but, okay. Um, but it's it was, nice that we had that time off. Like, essentially, yeah. we have two free summers, which is unique yeah. compared to some other vet schools. Yeah. So. No. Okay. So you come back nice and refreshed, yeah. either because you've been doing research <laughs> or because you've been relaxing. Like I was, um, yeah. So you come back second year. Um, what was second year like? Second year was challenging, but I, I honestly really like second year. It's yeah. a different. So you're in the classroom probably from like 8 a.m. to like 5 p.m. like every day. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. And... <laughs> 
And you would think that, I don't know, it was, <laughs> it was tiring. It was like a lot of time in the classroom, sure. but I, the material was so different than first year. Like it's right. way more clinical. It's way more applicable. Like you enjoy the yeah. classes a lot more. I think it was very important this time to kind of have an idea of like, all right, this is how I'm going to study. Like yeah. You kind of had to have your ducks in a row, I feel like. So yeah. like I was more of like, all right, I'm going to type notes and make outlines. And that's what mm-hmm. I did for each of the class. And I feel like that was really helpful because I was able to keep up with the material because by the end of the day, you go home and you're like, I can't even yeah, think about studying. Yeah, it's a full day. Yeah, and if you want to go to the gym, if you want to like see friends, if you want to like hang out, like you need to be able to like prioritize, prioritize those yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. So I would focus really hard like during the day for the classes. Like I'm going to get yeah. as much as I can done here absorb as much as I can that way when I go home nice. I can be I can do other things and I think yeah. I'm more of a morning learner anyways like I'm more gotcha. bright and alert in the morning oh, um so I'm one of those yeah, I am I'm not one of, one, of those. one of those yeah the world is made <laughs> for morning people um the rest of us just have to deal with it yeah. but good for you well I, well done I don't you. know if I'm the same anymore but I would wake up early and like look over some stuff before class or like go to the gym oh no I was, I was like, the person spunky. that was like running yeah. to make it so I didn't show up late I didn't like to be late yeah oh but man I like every every minute of sleep I can get so yeah. I, I had it I like I can actually remember where I lived in East Lansing and I knew the timing of the lights <laughs> <laughs> that if I hit this one just yeah. right I would be okay and yeah. if I missed that one I was in trouble <laughs> yeah no I I'm not a morning person yeah and I and honestly, like the classes were just like so much more enjoyable than yeah. I thought than first year. So like yeah. I like so being harder, classes. but um, yeah. You, so you would say you, no, not really harder. I think it, yeah, it was harder, just more like because because you're in the classroom and you have a lot more yeah. classes, a lot like I mean you just more easily material. have like exam one exam to two exams per week, and that's just that's more lot, of, yeah. yeah. And I think you just get used to it, or like you just learn to like learn the information as you're you're taught it. And I think instead right. of like having to cram, like you learn gotcha. really you you just you can't cram for these. You just need to kind of keep up with the material. And I think like having the clinical skills course too is like a kind of an escape and you were yeah. able to kind of just like absorb material without having to like feel like you had to study for it. And gotcha. it was just nice to kind of learn without having that pressure to like for an exam. Nice. Yeah. No, I mean, I think the other thing that makes vet school so different than any schooling you've done before is that all of it is relevant. Yeah. I mean, there's little things here and there, maybe aren't, but really, I mean, oh, yeah. it all is pertinent and it's all cumulative, yeah, like it, all it of it, yes. everything. Yes, from day one until graduation, it's all cumulative and it doesn't stop at that point. Um, but that's so different um, because you have this integrated um, curriculum. So even, cla- you know, you'd take undergrad and you're like, okay, I have this, this you know, calculus class and I have this biology class and they are not related oh. and the teacher from one is not expecting yeah. me. They, they don't even know what I'm yeah. being taught in that one and they're independent little yeah. classes. That is not how vet school is yeah. because we're like, well, you guys learned this in this other class. I didn't teach it. I wasn't there, but I assume you learned this. And yeah. so I'm going to base what I'm going to teach you on the You're assumption kind of that you have this foundational knowledge. And I mean, it, it has to be that way because there's so much to know, but it is yeah. so different. Um, so everything you learned in first year, you don't get to forget that for oh, the yeah, next no, year. Like, You've got to build still, on it. Like looking at my first year notes sometimes, oh, for sure. like I feel like everything, I mean, it comes you got to be reinforced you know? oh, yeah. though. Yeah. I mean, very few people um, hear something once and remember it. If you're one of those people, oh, yeah, don't tell you. anyone. We yeah. won't like you. <laughs> yeah. um, but for the rest of us, like we have to hear it multiple yeah. times. We need that reinforcement. We need to I- ideally apply it to yeah. a real situation to really have that stick. Um, okay, but so you you enjoyed second year. It was did, hard. Yeah. You seemed like you had um, kind of figured out what study habits worked for you. Yeah. Um, then yeah and I think at, during second year too you're able to take on roles for like leadership and like okay. clubs so I feel like you're also have a lot of other commitments too but somehow gotcha. you have like you just you have free you make time it work. you make it work and like it's cool. really enjoyable and I think the secret like the countdown to white coat like that's always uh, yeah. in the back of your mind is like it kind of keeps we're you going almost too. getting to clinics yeah. this is why we're here so okay. I think that becomes more of a reality and you're like okay I need to like learn everything and you get nervous and then when that day in May comes you're like okay like I am 
officially on like the clinic floor. Yeah. And this is going to be fun. So do you think that was also a motivator was like knowing that clinics was coming up soon is like, I, I'm actually going to have to know this stuff. Yeah. You, yeah. I think, okay. yeah. I like it. It was like a good pressure, like that was yeah. on my shoulders. Like I need, I want to learn this to know it, so yeah. I can like have and like not having the material and the resources that I'm going to need like going yeah. forward. So I think that's kind of why I was like, all right, I want to make sure I have like good notes. I want to stay organized. I want to yeah. stay on top of things. I think nice. because knowing that I'm going to go yeah, the next. there's real life patients that I'm going yeah. to be interacting with, and this is this is why I'm doing this. That's yeah. why I'm here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So you get through second year. Now summertime comes up. You don't get this no, summer. Yeah. This is not one of the summers off you get. Okay. So. You finish with your last exams and then you have like three or four minutes and then you start clinics, yeah, right? Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> so so you have your white coat ceremony, yeah. which is yeah. a very exciting, you know, time to be like, okay, it's happened, yeah. we made it. Then what? Yeah, so then once you start clinics, so I remember even just ranking all the electives that I wanted. So you mm-hmm. submit those around like spring break in March, you get your schedule, you're able to make some changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once you have like a little orientation, but then you're essentially you're on your own in the clinics. They throw it, you it, the wolves. Oh yeah. And it was such an adjustment. But yeah. It, it's funny now as like a fourth year looking back to like the first time in clinics until now and like how much more you know, how much oh, more yeah. confident you are. Yeah. Even towards the end of like the first round of clinics, like oh, yeah. you just grow so much. And yeah, that, we like, see it every months. year. Yeah, we yeah. get to see it. We see that transition all the time where it's like, okay, we've got a new crop of third years. Okay, we know how this is going to yeah. be. They're all going to be scared. They're all going to be a little yeah. bit naive and they're not going to know where anything is. Yeah. And then um, and then by the end of that time, they've got it figured out. And then we have the seniors that have been in classes again for a while and then come back and they're like, they know what they're doing. They're just a little rusty. I'm yeah. like, okay, how do I submit this? Oh, also, you yeah. guys changed some of the rules. We didn't have this before. <laughs> What's, this isn't how it was, uh, you know, six yeah. months ago. But okay, so you're a new third year on clinics. Yeah. Um, what you know, what were what was good about that? What was tough about that? I think the hardest part was like you just wanted to know everything, yeah. and it is just impossible. Like I think how many? Like, I really tried to be like, I. I never want to say, I don't know. I always wanted to be like, okay, I want to think as much as I can and like answer the question. But you just, there's things that you're just not going to know. You have to yeah. go back and look at them up. And I think I spent a lot of time that first round of clinics, like looking up supplemental material, looking, really looking into my cases, like trying to learn as much as I can. And yeah. I just think the whole client communication, things that we're not like used to was kind of like a, an adjustment as mm-hmm. well, like learning how to handle clients and then mm-hmm. multitasking and switching from rotation to rotation. Um, overall, yeah. it, was, it was really fun and I really enjoyed clinics. I think... It depends kind of what if it's some people think it's a hard transition from like studying like sure. academic into like this like different like active learning role. Yeah. Um, but I think rounding like every day and like on the different services and just like learning and reading on your own like outside. Yeah. Yeah. Of, it's a lot more lot. kind of self-motivation. Yeah. Um, and like you make what you, you get out of it, what you make of it. Like so, so many things. Yeah, yeah for so. sure. Um, so what would be your advice for somebody who's maybe anticipating starting clinics soon and is nervous about it? Like what advice would you give? Um, you know, that, what are those golden, those pearls? Uh, yeah, I think it's a, all about like your attitude. Like I yeah. like made a list of things before starting clinics. I still had like on my like wall in my room. I was like, I just want to have a good attitude. Mm-hmm. I want to learn as much as I can. I want to like be nice, be friendly, just have a smile on my face and just take criticism and take I know, advice from people and then just yeah. like absorb it all. And I just want to have a good attitude. And I feel like I did my best with that. Like yeah. I think some days are hard, some days are really long, but okay. in the end, like you can do anything for two weeks, you know, whether yeah. you don't really love a rotation, like just get the most out of it that you can and just try to learn as much and just have an open mind. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I think, you know, I'm, I'm obviously a little bit biased and so I want all the students to come on and, and have a great attitude and get the most out of it. But, but really like, that's what you're paying yeah. for. You're paying a lot of money for these experiences. And uh, again, you get out of it what you put into it, but you're all paying the same. So yeah. you might as well put into it as much as you possibly yeah. can to get every, you know, get more bang for your buck, so to speak. Um, and uh, just take every case you can and learn from every situation you can. Yeah. And 
um, at the end of the day, you know, hopefully your goal is to take all this time and become the best veterinarian you can possibly be. So you don't have to compare yourself to anyone else. Just be better today than you were yesterday and be better tomorrow than you were today. And, um, and, and, you know, I mean, obviously in the classroom, but in, in clinics, there's just so many opportunities to do that. And, you know, we can't create uh, an environment where everybody's going to have the same experience. Um, so you, you know, you kind of, you, you get the cases that come in, but uh, you can create opportunities if you want to and, and make the most out of it. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that's wonderful advice. Um, okay, so you've been on clinics for a while, and you've been in your third year, and now comes the weird fourth year thing, oh, yeah. or, what, or I guess it's sort of the end of third year. I don't yeah, even know. I just, I just remember the end of clinics. I was like, I am ready to get back in the classroom. Like, okay. I was like ready for just like a change, I sure. think. Um, so you like you have like your Christmas kind of if break or if you go right through clinics and then you start in January the third year or yeah second part of the third year so yeah. you're yeah, it's confusing but you're back in the classroom essentially yeah. and I think this is a hard adjustment too like so you're going from yeah. the active thinking like working clinical cases into like all right I'm gonna sit down and start like yeah you're learning in the classroom again you're in the classroom for multiple hours during the day mm-hmm. and then all right do I still use the same like study techniques that I have been or do I like switch it up like I think I yeah. kind of went back and forth again like or do I do like Quizlet this time do I do outlines do yeah. I, like what do I do like or do I just type on the PowerPoint so I kind of played that game a little bit yeah just trying to figure out like what was working but overall I think that semester had a pretty light caseload like right. I think personally I tried to pick up a lot more of the mm-hmm. classes just so I can have a lot of more credits and then I know I wanted to TA in the fall and mm-hmm. you kind of had to like look at your schedule and you had more freedom to adjust what you wanted to take. Yeah, so you're you, taking more elective classes. Yeah, you guys do have a lot more control over yeah. your schedule during that time, which yeah. is nice. You have like your requirements, but you can pick like supplemental classes. Yeah. So you have more freedom to do like what you want and yeah. what you see yourself doing as a career, which is So nice. what was the biggest challenge then, would you say, going back into the classroom after being on clinics? I think you just have like that urge like I want to keep learning with like mm-hmm. like with cases like I wanted mm-hmm. to kind of see the cases and you don't really it, depending what classes you're in like you're learning more just like topics powerpoints you're not right. usually kind of having like the, the clinical cases where you're learning more of like so it can be hard to learning. figure out how this applies and how to make it relevant or yeah, yeah. And I think just trying yeah exactly like I just I I think I learn better when I have like a case mm-hmm. and then I have like what I'm learning tied into that versus just yeah. having like, this is a disease, like this is what you're learning from it. But, but not I imagine it's, it. it's nice to actually, you know, the schedule is a little bit, oh, you know, yeah. it, well, it's a lot probably easier than being on clinics. Yeah. And so having the time to like sit back and absorb things and like read stuff and be like, okay. And, and I guess the way, cause this is not how the curriculum was for me. Um, and um, I, I imagine, and I see this, I think a lot in students that it's nice to go back and be like, okay, now I saw all these things. Now I have the time to actually go back and think about why these things were the way they are or, oh, okay, that makes more sense now that why we did that for that case. I didn't maybe fully understand yeah. it at the time, but now I have some time to really digest some of this information. Yeah, um, no, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah so I, that's that's what I imagine that being really helpful for. I, I sort of liken it to um, when I finished my residency and I had my couple of months of study time before the exam. Mm-hmm. So even though that's rather dry to sit around with, you know, papers and, and books and yeah. studying, it was also kind of nice to be able to sit down and be like, I have a free moment to to really read this and try to understand this material a little bit better now that I have the clinical experience to build um, build from that. Yeah. Um, I think it's nice too because the classes we're essentially taking are classes we, we already had like first yeah. and second year. They're just either more advanced or they're just a like a more continuation. Yeah. Or something, so like yeah. the, some of the information, yeah, was new, but a lot of it's like just like reinforcing what you know. And like a lot of them are like, a lot of the professors try to add cases in. Sure. To have it get that good mix, but essentially we're just kind of re-emphasizing yeah. all this material. No, that we know. that's so nice. Oh, that yeah. reinforcement is really important. Again, now that you've had that experience and you have 
the perspective. And also, I think um, the perspective is that, oh, yeah, these are real cases. This is important information. They didn't just tell me this because they're they're mean and they hate us and they <laughs> wanted us to to you know suffer during the first couple yeah. of years. Like no no, it really yeah. was important. Oh, yeah. So you you do have that perspective um, as well. Um, okay, so then you go back into the classroom. You take a little bit of a, a break, but yeah. mentally you kind of you know digging a little bit deeper. And then at the very end, you get to come back onto clinics. Yeah, um, so you had that so, like yeah. summer off again to to do oh, externships. Yeah. So I think around that March of that third year springtime that's when we like navli became a thing like okay like do we start studying for navli so like that's when like all the sales for like vet prep or zuku come out so people like buy that material and then we kind of put in the back burner until the actual summer but that's when you can start doing your externships and our work or research during that summer period so that's your second so you don't get the summer off between second and third year and then you get it off kind of between third and fourth year got it so that's where again i i did all my externships so school ended the end of april i did all my externships like back to back and then I had essentially the second half of the summer to kind of hang out nice. and do what you want and that's kind of nice. when I started studying for the Natalie for the first time and it's hard too because I feel like you study for the in the summer but it's mm-hmm. just more like you read things but you don't actually like absorb it and remember it until yeah. like later on in the fall but it's good to kind of start yeah. early and just to kind of introduce yourself to kind of like studying yeah. and it's a fun studying because you're you get to pick the topics that you want per day. Yeah, you have more freedom true. of what you want to look over. So that's, it's not like... Good point. Yeah, and like I think it's more in a gradual accumulation of like studying. Yeah. So it's not like, all right, I have to but have you it done at least like have crunch some control time. over it. Yeah, yeah, that makes it nice. And then so you could start in the fall and then you... Like, this is where you have probably the most flexibility with your schedule. So uh-huh. I picked my classes based on like, like well, obviously what I wanted to learn, but like how many credits I needed to graduate essentially because <laughs> yeah. this is kind of the last opportunity to make sure you meet all your requirements. And then if you wanted to TA. So I think that was something I wanted to do is the anatomy TA. So I prioritized that. And then I just took classes that I was interested in. And then yeah. um, you're allowed to like audit classes as That's well. That's more like undergrad now, right? Yeah, now, yeah, you're now, just now like, it's all right, like, pick and choose. Like, yeah, what do you want to do? Take what's fun, what works in my schedule. Yeah. Not, none of those 8 a.m. things oh, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think you it was know. nice too because I, for because of the way the class schedule was, like I essentially TA'd anatomy and that was it for the day. Like and that was just in the afternoon. So I spent yeah. the morning studying for the Navli exam nice. and then TA'd and then by the, towards like the end of like October, like my classes started to pick up a little bit gotcha. more. You had the required classes, but you had really fun labs. Like it was a really, really fun semester. I nice. think it was probably my favorite out of vet school. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And then you haven't you haven't gone back onto clinics yet, but that yeah, yeah, starts yeah in January yeah yeah okay like, yeah so we started around like the new year and yeah and then gotcha. this is like okay this is the home serious. stretch yeah the home stretch this is like I need to be a doctor soon so like I'm gonna uh, yeah. it's like how I thought of it is like I'm gonna make again the most of all of these clinics and then you get to pick the rotations too so I was able to kind of finagle my schedule a little bit like swap out some of the ones so I picked more yeah. of like ER rotations yeah. Um, just because I wanted to prepare myself for an internship and yeah. things that you're more interested in. And then you have yeah. some of the required ones as well. And a lot of people have so. changed in that time, yeah. right? Like oh, that, yeah. I, that's really common around here where you're on clinics the first time you think you want to do something oh, yeah. and then you go, whoa, it turns out, you know, oncology is actually really cool and that's yeah. what I want to do. And um, then you get into the classroom and, and but you have some time to to make those adjustments, yeah. which is pretty And you're allowed nice. to switch like or like swap yeah. your rotation, which is really There's nice. So it's not permanent. Quite a bit of flexibility yeah, there. So I was really lucky with the, like, my schedule and able to kind of swap some things yeah. out for other ones that I was more interested in. But then it's the home stretch. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's the home stretch. So that's kind of exciting, but also a little pressure looming, right? Because yeah. now you're about to graduate and you know, everybody's either gonna go on to an internship yeah. or a job of some kind. Um, where you're going to be expected to know this stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, um, I think it's, like, so important to, for their mindset to be, like, I want to be the doctor in every case, and I want to act yeah. like the doctor, and, yeah. and not to be, like, what should we do next? But, like, I want to do this next. And, yeah. like, they what will essentially think? tell you, like, yes, that's a good idea, or let's think more Yeah, we're, we're like, definitely not going to just like, let you go rogue <laughs> yeah. and do what you want if it's a bad idea, but, but it is... To, 
challenge yourself yeah. to, to come up. Yeah, that's, I think, always, yeah. I, I think that's a nice way of doing it, too, the way the curriculum here is, is that you have some time on clinics when you're new and naive and you're, you're absorbing more. And then when you come back to say, I'm going to take charge and yeah. I'm going to be the doctor um, and I just need you to check over everything to make yeah, sure exactly. it's good, right? Um, yeah. and, uh, and And I think that is really helpful if you can say, you know, in, in a few short months or weeks, like this is going to be a hundred percent on me. Yeah. And so I'm going to practice this now while I still have that safety net. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, that's a great uh, approach to things. So, yeah. um, okay. So we, we just, we did a rundown kind of a year by year. So if you could say, maybe give, you know, one or two sentences of overall advice, um, for how to, um, successfully, su- uh, successfully <laughs> traverse vet school, what, what would those pearls be? I think just have a good time because it goes by so fast. Like, I think just t- take advantage of every opportunity that you're presented with. Like, don't be afraid to reach out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Just get involved in things that you want to, even if it's not going to be something that you do with the rest of your life. But yeah. just this is a time to meet new people, to see cool cases, and just to be involved in things you're otherwise not going to be. Yeah. Well, have some fun, right? Yeah. yeah have some like, fun. This, this is what you chose. Yeah. And yeah. I loved it. The like past four years, like I have really yeah. great friends. I saw awesome things, and I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, no. If I could go back and do it all again, I would in yeah. a heartbeat. Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't take on the extra debt. I wouldn't pay for oh, it again. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would if I didn't. If I could give up, you know. Yeah. I, I would repeat it. Or something, yeah. I wouldn't double my debt. <laughs> no, <Nope>, I agree. <laughs> um, other than that, though, I think it's been pretty great. Well, yeah. um, well, Rachel, thank you so much um, for sharing your experiences with us. I think a lot of people will um, will really enjoy that. Um, uh, thanks again for coming and, and chatting, and, and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been so fun. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to today's show. I'd like to thank my producer, Topher. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter or Instagram at Vet Journal Club. All episodes are available at veterinaryjournalclub.fireside.fm. You can email us with questions, comments, or show ideas at veterinaryjournalclub at gmail.com. And check back weekly for new episodes, and we'll catch you next time.